What's up? What's up? You made it. We're back. back finally. <laughs> yeah, it's been a little bit. Yeah. At least two weeks, I think. Since like Dead Ringers. Dead Ringers, which was like July twenty second, I think. <laughs> so Yeah. So yeah, August tenth now. We've just been getting delayed and yeah. pushed back. Schedules I'm not master and not. my own life. Uh, everything yeah. is happening. Nope. Getting busy. What, what did Jordan Peterson say? Get your life in order or something? I do need to get my life in order. Yeah, we just going wrong. Not we've been trying to do. We've been trying to do the Barbenheimer app. Yes. That's and been just pushed, pushed, pushed back. Um, it looked like for a while we were going to be able to do it, like right after, <laughs> like the opening weekend. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. No, but here we are. Or nothing if not timely. Yes, exactly. That's what they always say about Critter Pit. Punctuality. Yep. Punctuality is, is king. Um, but we have a pretty good episode lined up, I think. Should Been be. a while. have a lot to talk about. Yeah. Um, That's good. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I don't actually have a lot to talk about. My life's been pretty boring. It's just been... Like me too. Busy, boring. Where it's like I just do a lot of work. <laughs> same. I've been working a lot routine. lately. Man. Well, sorta. Been working a good Ready for school? Not really. No. No. Just been trying to save up my money for school. Yeah. For the most part. But I think we're chilling. Um, you excited to go back to school? Uh yeah. I'm. See all the red deer people. Excited. Yeah. yeah, excited to see everybody. How everybody will be doing. Who's going to be yeah. back? I know? think it's going to be crazy. I it's going to be a lot. Yeah. I listened to a little bit of the After Dark because I got really paranoid <laughs> that I lost it. Um, oh, shit. But I found it and I listened to it a little bit. Yeah, we, we can never release that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's um, pretty, cra- pretty crazy. Pretty crazy stuff. Pretty crazy things we say in there. Um, really? Unless... Yeah, maybe to the you know our Patreon subscribers will eventually release it, but uh, yeah, we make some, all we I make remember... some pretty heated allegations, honestly. Uh, oh yeah, we do. <laughs> I completely <laughs> forgot about. Oh yeah, we might have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to listen to that back. That's very left sealed. It was kind of fun time. to listen to back, but yeah, it was. It was it was odd gonna keep that buried until we've changed like significantly as people yeah you know they say you're like a new person every seven years or something yeah and it's true it's been when we're a new person almost six months almost seven months no it hasn't yeah what am I saying? yeah that's since, a new person since we started do you think you still bit. have all the drawing uh abilities that you have from the end of oh, april god less than a semester ago uh, probably not. It sucks probably though because I've been thinking like, damn, that shit is so sick. <laughs> I like been thinking a lot about drawing class. Funnily enough, and I'm like, I should have tried more. Even though I put a like, great yeah. deal of effort, it's just I should have tried Hard. even more because that stuff's so cool. Um, yeah. Been thinking about it, and it's like that's for sure something I just do like when I'm older, out of school, just like a semester of college, just for that. If I'm able to do that, you know, that'd be really be so cool. Just all your time towards that. And great professor. And, um, yeah, it's really cool. And I just wish I got my notebook. Man. I don't know. Why I didn't go back from a sketchbook. I forgot about that. 
Yeah, I didn't get mine either, but I was actual like, cool drawings. There were. Yeah. Maybe she'll still have it. Just go back to the room. Yo, what's she'll up? Cherish and keep them forever. She'll say, "Oh, my favorite students are back. <laughs> my favorite two ah, students are here every class, and are very participatory. Love you, boys. Um, Love you boys. That's us." I, it's no. funny, I saw this really interesting ad today about drawing. It was this ad that was like talking about this tool from like Renaissance times that they'd use to help them draw like an optical tool. Where pretty much the idea is it'd be like this, this lens you'd look through mm-hmm. where you'd see what's in front of you and also your paper at the same time so you can sketch it out well, pretty we, much. We kind of did that, right? It's nothing I mean, like what we had. It's okay. It was. It's really it's interesting that, technology. It like that we draw over. No, no. It like puts the person down on your paper. Like you're looking down on your paper, and there's a reflection of the person oh, there, like in real time. Cool. So you can just trace. And, and it's this old technology that's been like antiquated, I guess. Um, yeah, pretty much tracing, and it's like caused a stirring in the art community because people are saying that they're supposing that these old masters weren't so masterful because they use optical tools to their advantage and it wasn't all freehand, but I don't know. Oh, I think, I think that's I still, think, I mean, it's still, I think that's really cool. Talent. Yeah. To it's like using technology to your, to your advantage. It's very yeah. cool. And, and should uh, we make our official announcement now that we're going to be switching the podcast over to just AI, Sam and Ethan, they'll be yeah, over. We've been, we've been training. Episode. Yeah. Been training GPT. Been training bots. And we, they're just yeah. We wanted to get around. We wanted to get around like the twenty episode range. I think that was enough. Yeah. Until we decided to train yeah. out our voices. Like the Graham AI is still pretty pretty sketchy. I but don't know how good kind of, that one's going to be. It kind of adds to the Graham character, you know. Yeah, of it it's perfect. Being a little sketchy. The um, guests will still be real people, but we will. Yeah. Not. Honestly, amazing technology. We've we tried in the in the Sid and Nancy episode, and that's yeah. why that's our highest viewed episode. Yeah, seventy-five views. It worked and so none well. None of you noticed. We yep. got, we got, got you. We got you. God, you wow. idiots. Stumbling. AI's man. What do you think about AI? Uh, I think interesting. It is interesting. I mean, I I need to see more like positive, like uses it's, of it because I feel like it's going to be bad. But yeah, but like all that I see of it right now is like shitty art and like bad imitations, right? Here's the thing. But it's like, what, I think, what else does it do that's helpful? Here's, here's my blazing hot take. Okay. I think a lot of people, when they're talking about AI art, AI art will always like be like, oh, it's not good enough. But like, I think the mindset more should be, it will be, right? Eventually, mm-hmm. it will be to like genuinely slot people out. Um, and I think the conversation needs to be more geared like to the future of it, right? Where it will be in the place of like, careers and all that i think that's what all the strikes are about all yeah. that which is great um it's crazy yeah. to me how many people are against the strikes so that is crazy. ridiculous it's like yeah. oh it's just it's just rich celebrities you know just wanting more yeah money. it's like no but it's you, not it's just writers are so poor not wanting to starve to death bro yeah like god what is yeah. going on just people are, that propaganda runs deep man does well i mean you know it's all the billionaires that own the, yeah. like media companies that are against these strikes so of course you know they're gonna never never well. think you're immune to propaganda yeah is the message i think i'll send out because yeah damn even damn. from the critter pit 
we're all we, we're part of the machine part of too. Yeah, we're part of the machine too. Yeah, man. yeah, we're, we're in the pro machine. strike, but that's just we're only pro because it means that we can we can work. We're not part of the WGA. We're not Yo, part. Maybe of that's why we can go I'm work. Pretty sure. Fine. We were saying we were anti-strike, weren't we, on Sid and Nancy? Probably, but we're pro-strike as long as it doesn't affect us. Yes, yes, <laughs> that is the best place to be yeah. in life. There will never be a critter pit strike. Um, if Ethan ever strikes, um, I'm going to scab immediately. I'm going to, I'm going to come right that's back. The, that's the liberal mindset, right? You're yeah. uh, left of center and good at, in good times, right of center when it personally affects you. Exactly, as the classic Phil Oaks once said. Yep. Um, yeah. Critter pit stands strong wherever we Critter choose. Pit to. Always stand strong. We stand strong, but we change our opinion constantly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are you gonna do though? What are you gonna um. Do? Yeah. What have I been up to lately? I've started reading a lot lately. Whoa. Nerd. Yeah. No. Big nerd over here. I've just been really loving just like the idea of like mediums of art and how that like mm. affects the art experience. Cause uh, ever since I saw Oppenheimer bro on 70 millimeter, that was oh. so cool. So awesome. I've just been thinking about like just these analog kind of art forms <laughs> and books, I guess are analog art. Yeah. And it's, and I've been just reading a lot cause it's, it's very interesting. I've been reading a lot of Kafka you've heard of that feller i have heard of kafka pretty underrated in the gem of an author uh, okay. um, <laughs> no um i love kafka though he looks exactly like christopher from sopranos yeah like and exactly it's crazy what are what are themes in kafka's works it's like it's all about like alienation and like the bureaucracy and like existing in a world that just does not make sense it seems like well, he does a black comedy, like Christopher. Right? The exact same. Like, that is ridiculous. That threw me off, man. Yeah. Um, and kind of, I mean, Christopher's arcs aren't really Kafka-esque. I know that term gets thrown a lot, around a lot, but there's a lot of alienation in those from his his community. So maybe yeah. he literally is Kafka. But is no, Kafka. I love Kafka, man. Just He is like. The worlds he creates are so interesting, just dripping with atmosphere. I've uh, I've read Metamorphosis, which I really recommend. Okay, I've, I would um, like to get into reading, but you know, it's it very short brain book. Power. <laughs> it does, but that's that's good though. It is good, undoubtedly good. good. Um, are you familiar with Metamorphosis? The I'm conceit familiar of that with the title. I'm not familiar with like anything else though. It's the one where the dude wakes up in his bed to find out he's transformed into a giant cockroach. And his first yeah. thought upon waking up is just, how am I going to get to work? <laughs> and I, I, that's such a, that's a, ugh. Silly human that rings issue. so true. That yeah. rings so true. Because, like, just working a lot every day. I'm like, damn, I'm waking up as a giant cockroach right now. Yeah. What am I going to do? So, shout out Kafka. Shadow Kafka. I would love to see Cronenberg's adaptation of, of. I read a great article that Cronenberg wrote comparing Metamorphosis to The Fly. Awesome. Oh, okay. I really recommend you read it. That makes um, a lot of sense. Yeah. Just dudes turning into bugs. One of my favorite yeah. genres. It's a great genre. There needs to be more dudes turning into bugs. Rewatched The Fly recently. So good. Did it hold up? Um, 
it held up completely. I still think it's a 10 out of 10, but come on. Video drum blows out the water. Video yeah. drum's so good, man. Yeah. Like, Fly I rewatched video drum the other day. Like, mm-hmm. so, so, man. The Fly's a great Shit. introduction to Cronenberg, you know, where it's. Like, oh, yeah. It, and it is that's... crazy body horror, but it's also like everybody knows what the Fly is already. And, yeah. I think it's like, honestly, the best body horror he really did, too. I think it's the best mm-hmm. effects in those movies. So just on a pure like technical level, I think that's the king. But just like the writing in Videodrome, it it oh oh so relevant, so good. You know? <laughs> More relevant than ever. Yeah. Soon we will all have TV names. I love that. It's <laughs> so Incredible. goofy. And he chose Brian Oblivion. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? I love yeah. that. What is that name? And I love that introduction of Nikki, dude. It's on the TV. She's like mediated in her first introduction. Oh, my Lord. So smart. Incredible film. we've talked too much about Cronenberg already. So (laughs) enough of that. Um, Yeah, Kafka is sick. Um, Asteroid City was good. I liked Asteroid Asteroid City. City. Have we not had a chance to talk about that yet? I don't think so, no. I, I actually we... rewatched it too. I changed Damn. from a nine to a ten. I I loved Damn. it. Damn. Even Damn. more the second time. Yeah, I wasn't sure how it Tell was. Tell me about that. Um I it just got such incredible vibes. I mean it the meta like I don't know, it's it's great. The the narrative device of being in a TV show about the production mm-hmm. of a play is very fun. I think the play it's... itself is like pretty good um but seeing it through jason schwartzman's character like a human mm-hmm. is the lead is really interesting and i, I really like well I, I really liked it you know me yeah anderson hater well i'm not hater we're just contentious we have a contentious relationship me yeah. and wessie um i did not go this... into asteroid city thinking i would like it i didn't really like the french really dispatch. i didn't love okay. the french dispatch loved asteroid city um with asteroid city it's so anderson like so anderson almost to like the point of yeah, parody it feels but it's like almost but, like weirdly more but, emotional than the rest of his yes like, like i felt the characters here were like hidden they were deeper, actually like, hidden yeah and i fucking love like alien shit i love yeah. alien movies like the fact that there aren't like a billion alien movies every year blows my mind just the cinematic potential in aliens is is unreal um apparently aliens are real no they aren't they're just trying to distract from critter pit man they're just trying to distract from critter pit yeah just trying to pull the masses off us it ain't working (laughs) ain't working Um, got more views than ever yeah we're going to the moon baby going to the moon but yeah i loved how they did the alien I wish it was a little scarier, but he's a little goofy guy. He's a little freaky. He seems a little freaky. I like the way because it's like it's that that, it's that Lynch theory. Yeah, it's that Lynch theory of Eye of the Duck or whatever. Just that one scene in the movie that's like so stylistically different from everything else. Yep, that's the heart of it. Like that scene is just it's quiet, it's off putting, it's like stop motion against all yeah, these like live action. action it's great man um and just jeff that's just jeff goldblum one line in the movie 
I loved it. How I'm playing the alien as a metaphor. <laughs> What's the metaphor? I'm not sure yet. It's I great. I still don't understand the play. I don't think I understand the movie, but I guess that's the point. It's life. Well, it's life, but it's, you know, it's about connections and Yeah. Margot Robbie. Connecting with your and children everything. and what's what's actually important, you know. And it's family. Yeah. Family's important. As it's not these alien things. It's it's the Does Wes Anderson usually do nude scenes? I wasn't expecting that. Uh, I think, I mean, French Dispatch. Uh, oh yeah, to watch first is has, French Dispatch has a lot. Oh, I, I don't Lord. think it's like a usual thing, but there are nude scenes in okay. Wes Anderson movies. Yeah, I definitely need to watch more Wes. You boy, he's just. Have you seen Rushmore? Uh, nope. I would do if you do Rushmore. And then Asteroid City is like a double. Uh, okay. I think you'd like Asteroid City a lot more. Because uh, Rushmore's do... great. It's about a student at this private school who makes movies. Oh, yeah. And it's yeah. really good. I do, I do like Grand Budapest. That's yeah. another story within a story yeah, within a story. Movie. Yeah, It's a great movie. Fantastic Mr. Fox. It's good, but I don't know. Did you? Because you didn't see it as a kid. No. Yeah. I need to watch it without Nick being there afterwards. You've never seen Fantastic Mr. Fox? I know. It's crazy. That's impossible. There's a lot of movies. Uh, But it's okay for Nick to say that because he's seen every movie. Yeah. Are there a a million movies? Are there a million movies, you think? Yeah, there's probably more than a million movies. Damn. I have to see them all. Yeah, shit, takes rough. Movies are coming out every day. I know, just too many. No, it's been a great summer for movies. I know, dude. Fucking the movies are back, baby. Movies are back. Meg two. Um, Mission Impossible seven. I think that one was. Yeah, that was a good movie. It was good. This is my first Mission Impossible. Really? Yeah, it's kind of a weird one to jump in on. That was very fun though. Yeah, I, they, yeah, I quite um, like it. I think all the face gags got me because I'm just, I'm never expecting it because I'm what? new to this franchise. I'm like, that's Tom Cruise. What? That was, was an awesome great. scene. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm guessing that happens like every movie, like two or yeah, three. Yeah, that's times. like a staple. I think, except <laughs> for like the fourth one, because in that one, the machine breaks, so they can't use oh, it. Oh, okay. Yeah. They're, they're all really solid. Standards. I think it's crazy. Number two. Um, good movie. So long, so long. Does not need to be three hours. I think. Mission Impossible um, Seven. Yeah, it is. Quite it's only one game. movie that needs to be three hours. Yeah, Stalker. Stalker and Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer, yeah, earned its length. Before we get into that, though, I have one more thing to say. Okay. I uh, there's some footage I've been sitting on. For a while now, some traumatic footage, some quail-related footage. One could say that <laughs> that I might have edited together. Oh my god! So we're gonna evil. watch it? No, I just oh, want to let you know that it's there. It's fucking demonic, bro. You have to send it to me. I need to it's, see it. I went full tilt on it. I'm like, I'm gonna make this as an expression of like my guilt and nothing guilt else. Pain. It's so fucked up. 
I like almost brings me to tears. I feel oh. evil watching that. But it might be my masterpiece. It's my um just as good as it gets. It's my cannibal holocaust. That's what we'll say. You should uh, submit it to film festivals. <laughs> I mean, there are some effects in it that I think I'm quite proud of, but it's well, I can't bad. wait to see it. Uh, I I'm don't sure know, it's incredible. Man. I'm gonna know. see it. I'm gonna see Alan. it actually. That one's got to stay on the back burner. We'll watch it in the studio. That's how we'll break in the new Critter Pit studio. That'd be a crazy vibe, man. It'd be, it'd <laughs> so be awesome. Break it in with blood. Yep. Soak it in and blood. Death. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. It exists somewhere it in exists. the world. It exists. It exists on a hard drive. Yep. Um. Cool. All right. Uh, I actually did have one more thing to say. I renewed my Criterion channel subscription. Oh, so. yeah. Dude, I got the Criterion channel. Hell, yeah. D- have you been watching any of Dustin Guy Defa's movies? I have uh, not. I don't don't even know who that is. He has, like, a collection on there right now. He's, like, a contemporary of, like, the Safdie brothers. Oh, like that kind of, is like, he a New, New York, York boy? Uh, I do love no, that. No, I think he's from, like, the Midwest or something. But he makes his movies ah, in New York now. Fake. So, yeah. Fake. Um, I I've watched... Watching. I've watched uh, two of his movies so far, and Good one shit. of the short films. Um, and I watched Person to Person, which feels like a slowed down Safdie Brothers movie, which is oh. it's really like if you were to wanting to introduce somebody to the Safdie Brothers, you show them Person yeah. to Person first, and okay. then that other one. And then I watched Bad Fever, which is like Frownland, but just a oh. little tamer, just a little tamer. It's I've, still um, quite terrible and hard to watch. But I've infamously tried to watch Frownland, and I could not get through it. You should watch Bad Fever. I was I was pretty big when I tried to watch Frownland. Bad to be fair. Bad Fever is also only like an hour and ten minutes. Like it's short. It good. feels. I might long. have to watch that <laughs> then because God, dude, Frownland's so crazy. <laughs> so I like Frownland a lot. I liked it more. Than I, I'm Fever. sure I will. I love cringe humor, like, but. Awful. I don't even know if it, like it's humor at that point. Like Frownland is just like just pure anxiety on screen, just incredible. I need but to watch I would it recommend on the, bus, the works of Dustin Guy Defa if you've got the criteria. I I do. Don't know how long I'll keep it because I just I can't justify it. But I've been watching some weird stuff on there. I've been watching a lot of David Lynch shorts. Nice, just giving me life, dude. Have you watched Dumbland? No. Dude, Dumbland is so crazy, dude. Is that one of the bunny ones? No, Dumbland is this thing that he made in like 2001, 2002, I think, where he just like, he made this whole show in MS Paint, dude. Animated it in MS Paint, voiced it. And it's like the most like adult swim, shitpost, crass, crude, nonsensical thing. But it's kind of like, the highest tier art I've ever seen. No, yeah, I'll have really. to watch that. No, it's not at all. I don't know. It's so crazy, man. I just just watch the whole thing, imagining David Lynch animating and voicing it in MS Paint. It's so crazy, man. It's so funny. <laughs> um, awesome. It's wild. Um, he has some great shorts on there, though, like premonitions following an evil deed. Like he shot yeah. that on film. On really weird. Which one did I or, watch? Um, I watched like five six figures something. vomiting. Yeah, that's the one I watched. 
Ugh. Ugh. You never guess what happens. <laughs> that one's a big plot twist one. Yeah. Um, I watched this one called... He had this one called The Alphabet, which was, like, genuinely scary. And the scariest things I've seen in a long time. That one was great. Alphabet. Really great. Um, Six men getting yeah. sick. That's the one. Mm. I, I've just been finding a lot of cool stuff to watch on there. Like, I watched... um. It was in like their nuclear collection, and it was this this short called The Hole, that's animated in this super cool, like just very emotional, discontinuous way, mm-hmm. around a conversation these two guys had about like everything and nothing at the same time, kind of about like the potential of a nuclear holocaust and like yeah. just how fragile it all is, right? How close we could come to just an accident happening, missile gang launched, you know? Yeah. And it is so good. I'd really recommend that. It's only like okay, 16 minutes. Cool. I will watch it. Great. Too much so, to watch. So, such cool animation. Well, Dude, that's the Criterion of, channel. Just it's awesome. I know. They, all their collections are great. Uh, yeah. You can use my I can. Split it 50-50. We should do that. Yeah. Wait, can we have multiple people on there? Is this not like a thing that Netflix does where it's like the screens... No, I don't think I don't. I mean, I've never had a problem with the counting, and I've logged in on multiple devices. Okay, we could even get Jakey in there, probably, because he want to do that. So we're just paying three bucks a month each. I mean, yeah, not bad. Can't turn down that deal. Yeah, I watched um bit of Scorsese shorts too. Watched yes. Mean Streets. Yeah, I saw That's that. Great stuff. There. Oh, yeah. uh, speaking of Scorsese, um, what's well, tangentially related? Uh, Robbie yeah. Robertson died uh, yesterday. Rest Robbie in peace. Robertson. He scored uh, a lot of Scorsese's, oh the Irishman, like, yeah, yeah. He uh, but he was also part of like the band, and Scorsese made the documentary "The Last Waltz" about the band. So yeah, yeah. he died yesterday. As yeah. Sad, great musician, indigenous Prostate cancer, Canadian. Shame. Yeah, Damn. he had. Canadian, I recognize yeah. the name. Just because uh, there's this great track in The Irishman called, like, fuck, I think it's like The Irishman's Waltz or something. Um, yeah. And and it's just, like, the, the coldest fucking song. Just, like, just such a good beat. Ugh. That's sick. Okay, yeah. it's going to drive me crazy if I can't find the name of it. One yeah. Second. Well, he also scored um, Killers of the Flower Moon, so that's okay. coming out with his... Probably final score, I would imagine. But cool. Yeah. Where uh, is it? Theme for the Irishman. Yeah, yeah, he did. I think he did the whole score for Irishman as well. Yeah, it's literally called Theme for the Irishman. There you go. It's good, so good. It's like and you're like, damn, <laughs> this mob guy's no good. Yeah, I'm not it's sure. Moral about decay, these. moral decay, and all that. Mean Streets yeah. is really fun though because it just feels like a lot of the time like a cheeky version of all these antics. Very cheeky movie, mm. just hijinks a lot of the time. And everyone's so young, and yeah. De Niro's playing like the opposite character. It feels like of a lot of the stuff I've seen him in. It's great. Is he a good guy? Nice guy. No, he's like the antagonist. He's like oh. um, he's kind of like a, he's kind of like a Christopher character, just really wired off the chain, um, crazy and liability pretty much that sounds like a lot his. of 
De Niro characters. Yeah, that's like Taxi know. Driver. Like, I'm I'm thinking in like the mob set stuff. Like, oh, okay, oh yeah, very yeah. rarely been like the loose wire in these ones I've seen him in. I haven't seen Casino in forever, but no, he's not a loose wire in Casino. That's Pesci. Oh, love that. And Pesci. Uh, James Woods is in Casino as well, right? From Video Drone. Oh, is he? I'm pretty sure. Ew. Ew. I love James <laughs> Woods because of that movie, but he has the worst face. No offense, James Woods. Big old forehead. It's so off-footing, man. He looks so weird. Fuck. Yeah. Hate to be that guy, but... All right. Well, should we get into Barbenbeimer? Barbenbeimer. Yeah. Oppenbarbie. I think the... Is the accepted terminology Barbieheimer or Barbenheimer? What's the... Barbenheimer. Barbenheimer. Okay. Barbenheimer. Yeah. Let's um. Should we introduce the concept of Barbenheimer? I'm sure, everyone uh, knows. Well, I mean, it's so. I think everybody knows. Just for historical context. Sure. Yeah. When people are coming back to this episode in a yeah. million years. It's so, um. On July twenty first, twenty twenty three, two movies day. were released on the same day: Barbie and Oppenheimer. And the internet rallied yeah. for both of them and said. Yeah. We're going to do double features. Everybody watch both. Just the most like tonally different films, it seemed. But yep. And funnily enough, there was some thematic synergy between these at points. Yes. Um, the folly of men. The folly of men. Existentialism. Your place in the world. Patriarchy. Great stuff. And, you know, damn, both movies kind of slapped. <laughs> yeah, they were both, both awesome. We were worried Which, about like, Barbie. I think. The last I was in the Dead Ringers we talked about. A little worried about Barbie. Um, and I think honestly, I, I've only seen Barbie once, but upon rewatches, I think the cracks will definitely show quite a bit. Um seen it twice. Definitely. Okay. I, I like it right now. Times. Watch it with my I have friends. it at a nine. I have an I have it at a nine right now. And I, I know yeah. they'll go down to an eight. Um yeah. Offenheimer though, man. Oh boy. I'm obsessed with that movie, man. That's great. Seen it three times, dude. All right. Oh my lord, I love that shit. I saw um, Troy like last week. He told me he's seen it three times in a row. Fuck yeah! All <laughs> on seventy mil, probably. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Fuck yeah. Okay, Front so what row. should we start with our official discussion? Which one? Um, probably. I think I have maybe I saw... less to say about Barbie, so start with Barbie. Okay. Okay, I saw Barbie second, and I feel like that's the correct viewing order. Because yes, did you I do the double feature? I know I didn't. I did Oppenheimer <sighs> one day and then Barbie the next day. I did the double feature, and I feel like Barbie second is definitely the right choice. Just because, yeah, it's like a, Oppenheimer a second would be exhausting, man. Just yeah. three more hours of movie. Yeah. Um. But Barbie, great, great movie. I it's a phenomenon. Like Barbenheimer is a phenomenon, but Barbie is like a cultural wave. It is crazy. We were seeing it yeah. in Calgary, man, and we were see- we were going to a restaurant near the theater, and just everyone in the restaurant was covered pink. in pink. Yeah, it was insane. It's awesome, men were in dresses. It was awesome, man. Yeah. You don't see this anymore. No, ever. People except don't if it's like Marvel or something, you know, or Spider Man. Yeah. Like it yeah. was awesome. But everyone people don't was even getting dress that. up that well for Spider Man. Like everybody, I've seen a lot of Spider Man like outfits, but. Yeah, but Barbie, not the whole was, theater. Like the whole yeah. theater is in pink. It was Barbie. awesome, man. It was amazing. Yeah. Everyone's hype, buzzing. It's yep. a great time, man. 
Yeah. And I hated movie. (laughs) I hated it. It's I just hate man hating movies, you know. I just just why is there just so much oppression of men? That's just that's my question. Why 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 are we teaching girls to hate us? Yes. Why? Why? What is the message you're trying to send out? Why isn't this movie for me? Why is this going on for me? Um, Yeah, because it's the Barbie movie. Um, But even then, it's still for everybody. You know, comments on it all, and it was great. Um, Yeah, I, I accidentally stepped on a girl's toes, though. I do have to admit, uh we're going past this uh, group of girls. A lot of teenage girls, of course, in that theater, and I just completely like crunched on her toes, just stepped on them. Felt so bad. Yeah. It I it's been a minute since I've been to a movie just that packed, you know, where you actually have to do the shuffle down, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I was surprised. It was hard to get Barbie tickets in Edmonton. Like yeah. even last we had to week, we had to go to a ten o'clock showing. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. It's awesome. It is. It like the movies are back, baby. For and a little this bit. This is a great, great theater movie, man. Mm-hmm. I think what saves this movie, as in the Lego movie, as in this one, is the writing. It's all the writing. This is yep. such a well-written movie, man. It's great. Noah Baumbach and Greta Gerwig back at it again. Yeah, like it's so funny, dude. I was cackling up during this, like laughing, yep. man, a lot. Um, Ryan Gosling as Ken is perfect. I know it's the Barbie movie, but he steals the show. He is yes. so funny, dude. <laughs> yeah, the way he just yells, "Sublime, sublime." <laughs> So yeah. funny, man. Like that is awesome. Just dude, the laugh he does, like the fake laugh where he goes, Yeah. Ah, ha, ha, ha. Uh-huh. It's so it's so good. I, I love the scene where Barbie where he's like, Barbie, maybe I can stay over the night. And then yeah. she's like, No, it's girls' night. And he has his whole like fake conversation with himself. No, I can't yeah. stay anyway. I, I gotta go. It's great. Uh, he's so funny, man. And just his whole arc was very unexpected. Like just mm-hmm. discovering the patriarchy, pretty much, and just like unbalanced gender dynamics, yeah. and bringing that back to Barbie world, Barbie land. I feel like in any lesser movie, any lesser red movie, it would have been the most like eye rolling arc ever. You know? Yeah, like just ridiculous. Yeah, um, but it's perfect, and it's so they nailed like, it, man. It's so over the top, right? That it makes yeah, it <laughs> like yeah. He's in his it's like Mojo Dojo House, Mojo right? Dozo Casa House, yeah, yeah. All the boys, they're just romping about, man. Just they're being watching the, worst. the Godfather, yeah. <laughs> Singing, what is that? I don't know music. The, the like, I don't think it's a. It's not. I think what they wrote it for the movie. Oh, are you sure? It's not like. Oh, I mean the Nickelback lyrics are pretty crazy. If that's a if that's a real song, the Nickelback song is it's it a Nickelback, Nickelback song? I swear it's a Nickelback song they sing there. It's not the whole not joke. Nickelback Barbie. I think it's supposed to sound like it. Because it, they're saying, like, I'm going to keep you down. There's, it, it, could that really um, be a real song? Barbie soundtrack music. It says, How You Remind Me Nickelback, but a cover. So, Okay, that's awesome. Shout out Nickelback. That, Shout out Canada. I do love Nickelback. Some songs, yeah. they're so catchy. Um, a little bit of fun, little critter pit lore. Keegan, our good friend Keegan, 
It's appeared we'll on the be cast. On the next episode. On the next episode, we'll appear for the first time. He yep. used to get like drum lessons from one of the, the guys in the band. It's awesome. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. It's so weird. <laughs> Small world. Small yep. world. Shout um, out Nickelback. Yeah. Margot Robbie kills in this. She's, yep. she's Barbie, man. She's awesome. And like, very Michael emotional. Again, or as Alan. Awesome. Dude, yeah. What is. That's a weird role. He's like, at points, he gives me the weirdest vibes. But at other points, he's very sweet. Yeah. <laughs> at some points, when they just cut two of it. He's staring with those something. He cut in to the so eyes. many reactions of him. Like, I was surprised I how much he's in the movie. I'm like, what's he going to do, right? What's the major pivotal role he's going to have? Um, gonna beat up a whole bunch of kids. It's awesome. I can see why this movie pissed off Ben Shapiro so much, right? It's yeah. like Did their you see interpretation. That he like Ken? Yeah, he was, he was Perfect. slang. He was yeah. slang. Um, yes, girl. But like, here's here's their interpretation, right? It's like Chad, Alpha, traditional men, right, are bad. They shouldn't exist. And they should be subservient. And the only men that can <laughs> exist are like the beta boy Allens. That's the yeah. interpretation. And I could just tell they're sur- they're in the theater, right? Surrounded by all the teenage girls, just seething, dude. They got the notepad yeah. out, just going crazy. No, you know he was singing along. He loved the movie. You think so? Yeah, I think. Yeah, he probably. went to like an early screening. You know, he. You know, he's, he's a he's a he's a failed screenwriter, man. He sees all the tricks they're pulling, so he's like, oh, I should have written this. Fuck. I could have written this better. Fuck. Uh, oh, if only well. Benny Boy's life went differently. Because you know all a those ghostwriter on it. Maybe he's secretly <laughs> a barb. He's just he's just mad he isn't getting his uh, recognition. His credit. Um that'd be a fun multiverse film. Go to the multiverse where all these like right wing grifters didn't fail in their chosen careers <laughs> and didn't they're have to turn to what they're doing. Comedians. Yeah. yeah. Uh but yeah, it's a fun one, man. I love Will Ferrell. He's just the same character as the Lego movie. I kinda thought I I I think on a rewatch that character was like the weakest more noticeably. Like I didn't I, really like the Mattel like, no. board group. Like what were they I doing mean, really? Like the plot certainly kind of falls apart at points with the whole like tying in of the real world, I feel. Just like yeah. very slapdashed it feels like at some points, but I just find Will Ferrell very funny in the way he says yeah. things. He's a very funny comedic actor. He is. She sells that. It's, it's like, I don't know. It felt like they're Mattel. Just there. Yeah, they're just there. And they're not like they're portraying Mattel, you know, the company that made the movie. And I feel like mm-hmm. they could have maybe gone a little bit harder on them. But I understand why they couldn't. Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's the company. Made feels the like movie. a very tongue in cheek way of going like, oh, we're we're letting them portray us as not the best. Right. We're, we're yeah, self-aware. Exactly. But we're still. Really and I good. think here's I where the cracks will show on the reach is just how commercial this movie is. Like it's a car commercial, pretty much, you know. Yeah, the, the um, Chevy. Like it's, yeah, it's pretty, pretty cut. The cracks will certainly show, but like, but I, are I you love buy an Allen doll. Probably, I will. I already <laughs> have one, man. Can I yeah. have one right now? But I, I love, um, I love the surrealist vibes they were going for at the start. I really mm. wish they did more of that. I think that could have killed with a lot more that was in the movie. Just like how off-putting the world is, you know? Yeah. Like, oof. 
there were points where that was really hit. Just like how fake the background is, just how artificial it all feels. Yeah, um, it's great. Really wish they did more of that. And I think the best part of the movies were definitely when they were in Barbie World. Yeah. And, well, and luckily Even they though, were in Barbie Land for most of the movie. Like yeah. It was mostly there, which was great. But it was sure. also mostly after the illusion of it had been shattered. So, yeah. And there were, they, I liked how they didn't hold many bars when they went to the real world. Like they, they got pretty risque with it, right? Um, mm-hmm. Felt like edgy Lego movie a lot of the times. Just commenting on like, commenting on it all and showing kind of what it really is. Yeah. For the most well, part. Also, another problem with the movie, like they comment on how Barbie. Uh, you know, is this figure that's supposed to be for like feminism? That's what they say in the mm. movie. But the the kid character, who at first you think is the person who owns the Barbie doll, gives all yeah. these critiques about how it's no, like Barbie, yeah. just the like, commercialization of that, right? You're the yeah, the selling out. But like, they don't say that those things are wrong in the movie. Like, it's just. Mm. Just it's kind just of a fun little slap throwaway dash. joke instead of being, um, you know, a more serious part of the conversation. Message in the movie is kind of like just how the patriarchy kind of extends to everyone and is damaging to everyone. Yeah. Kind of like coming into your own personhood, sort of mm-hmm. through that, how challenging that can be. Yeah, and I think that part I, they really nailed the emotional beats with that, but je- definitely with the, like the brand of the Barbie. Yeah, they could have done really... more there. Which save it for Barbie? Mattel, too? man, they're saving it for the MCU, the Mattel oh Cinematic God. Universe. Bad. Holy shit! They, Holy they're going shit. all in. I don't they think any are, of those man. movies will get made. They are. They. I think a couple will come out. You're doing Hot Wheels, man. What the fuck? But like U Master, Uno, <laughs> like uh, Polly Pocket. Fuck? Like, what are you doing, Barney? What Barney. are we doing, man? An A24 style Barney movie. Rock'em Sock'em Robots. American Girl. But we Magic already had Eight a Rock'em Sock'em Robots movie as well. Like, wasn't real Steel Magic 8-Ball, man. Magic 8-Ball. I would watch the Magic 8-Ball movie. It will probably be a PG-13 thriller. Oh, really? I was hoping it... Well, I mean, it probably will be. Because they all will be. But, like, I think... A cool Wish little horror short story or like an anthology story where it's just about like a magic eight ball and then it Wish gives them a little thing. Matchbox. Which is like just, to- just cars, right? Again? Yeah. I, ugh. You know? I don't, I don't think don't most they of these say movies will come out. Capitalism breeds innovation. You love yes. to see it. Well, that's what we love about movie studios is they always learn the right lesson. So here's what I got to ask. What, what's up with Marvel? Is Marvel still killing it? I kind of feel like the decline of superhero movies is coming or upon us. And I think the end is in sight with all that stuff, man. I don't know. Yeah. Well, they just finished up Secret Invasion, the show, which was universally hated. Like, Yeah, I saw that. I didn't even know it ended. And then I watched yeah. the Mr. Sunday Movies video on it. And just, yeah. oof. Oof. Eviscerated. rough, man. Yep. And like, feels like we're sort of getting to a place where like with just like Oppenheimer Barbie did so well, mm-hmm. like so well. I know neither of those are like original IPs or anything or ideas, but like they're like 
risky movies, experimental movies. So I really yeah, I mean, hope we're, we're seeing on the timer. Yeah, it's like just this dude, an existential crisis, pretty much. Yeah, three hours of dudes talking in rooms. Um, one explosion. I mean, small explosions, but one big explosion. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I think Marvel movies that trend is actually like. It's, well, I think they it's they oversaturate themselves. It's going, going, and soon it will be gone. Well, I don't think it'll be gone. I think there's always going to be like the fervent kind of like market for it, you know, the diehards. But yeah, well, it's like I don't the know. Snyderverse, right? Where it's like there's mm-hmm. these diehard fans, but it's dead. Like they're not yeah, getting movies, anything else. These movies cost so much to make, so it's like I don't think will they, they do. still make? I don't think they cost as much as they say they do. I think it's mostly a scam. <laughs> but even with how much the actors paid. Yeah, but still, like, $300 million is an insane amount of money. Like, it's bureaucracy, I don't see man. Kafka predicted it. Yeah, I don't know. It's Labyrinthian. It's just, it's just my own thing. Yeah. We'll see. I think, I I think we'll see the decrease of budgets in Marvel movies. Oh, yeah. But oh, yeah. They have, like, you know, 20 Kinda in hype. the bank already, right? Like, they filmed so much stuff. They, they got their money, man. They should be happy. They got it all. Oh, I saw a thing that maybe Disney's going to get sold to Apple. Like, not <laughs> what? soon, but like eventually Disney will just sell to Apple. Because Apple's like a trillion dollar company, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Just and I think Disney's been struggling, especially through COVID. Oh, damn. Um, I hate so, you know, maybe I hate that. Marvel's hood swapping. I don't want uh, that. Apple will buy Disney. <laughs> Just bigger, bigger monopolies. Always a bigger love fish, it. right? We love it. And then Apple's going to get bought by like a weapons manufacturer or something. And then yeah. all of our and movies will come Critter through Pit that. And will buy it all. Critter <laughs> will own everything. Exactly. That's the end goal. So That's the end goal. Don't, don't leak that. That's confidential information. Yeah. We should probably cut nobody, that. Nobody say probably, anything. Nobody say probably anything. probably cut that. Yeah. It'll be okay. Just we'll, we'll make it okay. Yeah. But, um, Barbie. It's going to be like 1984. We're going to have Critter Pit playing before every <laughs> single, like, time people have to go to work or anything. Oh, shit. Before I forget, we cannot forget about that fan art that got made for us. That shit is so lit. Oh, yeah. Man. Uh, Shout I'm, out Connor, I made that man. Into, I added a little song to it, and I'm, it's going to be oh. our special report thing for whenever we do, like, a movie outside of Critter Pit. Do nice because I made it because I was like, oh, we're gonna do Barbie Barbenheimer as a its own episode. So I mean, we could still try it out here because I yeah. think you should title this episode Barbenheimer and Summertime. Okay. Okay. Uh, we might run out of time for summertime. Looking at what we got. Wait, what time do you have to go again? I actually have to leave at four forty-five now because I have to pick them <laughs> up. <laughs> so yeah, I have a lot to say about Barben Bar- Oppenheimer. So I think okay. we will have to do summertime. Another time. Okay, um, another time. Oppenheimer. Uh, Barbie. Last few things. Um, Barbie. Love the whole bit with the old lady. Um, yeah. Fuck, what was it? It was Real the founder Perman. of Mattel or something. The founder that of was Barbie, so sweet. I think. That was but, very sweet. Yeah. Um, love oh, the, the just the old lady on the bench. Yeah, that was that's the original Barbie. That's, that's the daughter oh. of um, oh. Real Perman's character. Yeah. That's awesome. I love yeah, that. That's awesome. Was so sweet. Great little I cameo. Think, I think that's like the heart of the movie. That scene, just yeah. 
I personally oh. think the heart of the movie is the um, Dojo Casa House, but it's all Ken, baby. It's all Ken. I love seeing how every I knew it was gonna happen. Everyone's just it's all about Ken. Unironically yeah. taking what Ken says, just because he's funny. <laughs> he's funny. He it's sings the taxi good. driver effect, man. But yeah. um, Barbie nine out of ten, but probably an eight out of ten. But I need to. I think I gave it a eight out of ten. Um, I saw a Barbie solid, commercial solid. the other day, man. It's weird seeing those ever since Barbie. Just feels very surreal to see in the dollhouse. <laughs> Odd vibes. They're real. They're real. When you play with them. That's a real person I'm playing with. That's Margot Robbie I'm playing. Oh my, oh my god. Lord. But yeah, good movie. Shout out Greta. Yeah. Shout out Margot. And shout out Ryan Gosling. Shout out. We'll get him on the pod one of these days. Yeah, after the strike's over. They'll, they'll be yeah. able to come on. Otherwise, um, they would have been on for this episode. Next up, Oppenheimer. Oh my yeah. god. Love this movie so much. Seen it three times. I'm obsessed Crazy. with it. I've only seen it once. It's done. Only the one time. If we die in a nuclear holocaust... I think this is the movie we should send out to space for the aliens. I love defining the current age we are in through one man's life, his paradox, his right, his conflicts, his guilt. I yep. find that so interesting. Yes. And everybody, everybody on this film absolutely killed it. Like, it's top crazy. to bottom. The cast is insane. Top to bottom. It felt this like movie, they kept like, handing the camera and there'd be a new A-list. Yeah. Like, this movie it was crazy. converted me into a Nolan bro. I'd like yeah. not seen very many Nolan films before this. Only like the Dark Knights and Dunkirk. But I went out and watched Interstellar. I watched Inception. You've seen Memento? I like Interstellar. I'm not crazy about Interstellar. I think Interstellar, I think, was my Oppenheimer, where it's like I the saw the visuals it are crazy, but the writing sucks. <laughs> the writing's pretty rough. What? And the character, it's not oh, very gosh. good. A score the carries that movie too. Like, I know the characters though are so weak, and I think this is where the Oppenheimer slaps so hard because it's based off like an autobiography and real people. Yeah. So the writing doesn't need to carry as hard because there's that established reality already, right? Yeah. Because every character in this is like, well, I think the female characters are still pretty underwritten. Classic. Oh my Nolanism. god, Emily Blunt is pretty like. Her underwritten, like, character but I think she until kills the it. very end is like yeah, just an alcoholic. Pretty. That's like her yeah. only thing. It's um, pretty crazy. And Gene Tatlock, Florence Pugh, the one that one scene is like just the straight up only bad scene in the movie where they're having sex, and she forces him to like say the line. That felt so scene forced. is so bad. That, was, that scene that is was so bad to watch. Right? Um, like, but you know I, it's coming. <sighs> They had to but say like, it though. They had to their say performances it. though. Their performances bring it so hard, man. Like they yeah. kill it. Those two actresses, everyone in this brings it so hard, man. Everyone feels like a fully realized character. Like yep. his there's and there's so many of them, right? So I'm just I'm gonna shoot brilliant. them off. His like his like his buddy, I think it was Robbie, like the bigger Jewish guy, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Their little friendship throughout was so so wholesome, man. I loved it. How they had to they had the, the returning thing of him like feeding him, right? Looking yeah. after him. That's so heartwarming, man. Yeah. Um, All the way to I the love end. his contentious relationship with Teller as kind of like um, yeah. professional peers, but also kind of like their rivalry, but they uplift each other. Yeah, that was so engaging. Like, I think that's my favorite part of the movie. Are those I think it's crazy dynamic. when a movie has like 20 characters like this. And yeah, I can keep them all straight. And like, mm -hmm. they're all. Yeah, just these like scientific 
like in any other movie, right? They're all the same kind of generic scientist yeah, guy. But, but no. in this one, they're all so unique. I and think you know they all have their own individual motivation. And it definitely benefited from time. the all-star cast. And I think this might be some of the best casting I've ever seen in a movie. Like, dude. Yeah. Dude. Just Benny Safdie as Teller there, man. That was incredible. So good. He so stole the good, show. man. Just a mad scientist. Every scene he's in. Oh, I, I, I was reading a lot about he's, Teller. He's, he's watching a, the Trinity he's a character. The Trinity experiment, and he puts on all the sunscreen, and he's like laughing. Yeah, yeah <laughs> he's great. laughing. The line yeah. he says to Jack Quaid's character, um, Richard Feynman, where Feynman's like, "I got the glass right. Um, uh, it absorbs all the UV lights. I'll be fine." And yeah. Safty goes, "Well, we'll stop the glass." It's like, oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> So good. And we'll get to the Trinity list, but we still need to go through all the characters, man. Okay. Rami Malik. Fuck, dude. He is so good, dude. They build up throughout, right? With him and Oppenheimer's mm-hmm. relationship. Because this movie's like structuring is so, so insane. Like, I, it hurts my it, brain. It's a little, about- it, at the beginning, it was a little hard to follow. By the end, when like you kind of get it, I'm like, oh, yeah. This is awesome. Dude, on rewatch, this movie goes so hard. That's why I would Just think. like, I think that's honestly one of the most impressive things is just the, how they weave so much like time through each other. Right. So many yeah. scenes and setups are set up, right? Like with Rami, right. It's set up that he's coming out, you know, this, uh, this, what would the word be? Um, witness or whatever, even though it's not yeah. a trial, they're bringing them out and we you see just these breadcrumbs throughout, right. With Oppenheimer and Malik. And it's like every, every time they've met, it's been like Oppenheimer has been a dick to him. Right. Yeah. Well, and he's gone against such a him. Dick in general, like he's. I know it's he's not a good guy. <laughs> um, and then when he does show up, he fucking backs Oppenheimer completely. Like that yeah. is such a good scene, man. Um, let's talk about the best act acting performance in this movie. I believe Robert Downey Jr. killed it, dude. Oh my yeah, god, best role since Doolittle. It's incredible. Oh my lord, I know. Just. God, he's so good in this. Just this conniving man in the shadows. Yeah, it is. It is incredible. And did you just, know any of the like history of it going? I in? didn't. Like, did you know I've, I've Strauss? Like, no, I didn't know Strauss. But I've I like fully submerged myself in the in all that lore. I'm gonna be reading. So that was such soon. a great twist. You were like, oh my god, he is he's so good. And, I, and the usage of the black and white for their perspectives and kind of the subjective objective dichotomy there, right? Because, yeah. like, how I viewed it is this is how history views Oppenheimer, right? Through a result of this trial and Strauss's, like, string pulling and conniving little fucking Washington power games is, as an effect, this is how Oppenheimer's viewed through history, right? He is viewed That's as true. this man who shed crocodile tears, right? Who's yeah. conscious only kicked in when it mattered for his own personal ego. But well, this also, movie. Uh, showing yeah. Oppenheimer as a communist, like, I know I yeah. did like a research project in grade eight or whatever, and I had to like mm-hmm. portray Oppenheimer as a hero. And yeah. All the pushback that I got was like, well, he was a communist. And it's like, that's crazy. That's crazy that that's like a major part of his legacy is that I know like, the guy who invented the nuclear bomb, communist. And it's not even that. like he was really a communist no, he, at all. It was just open Keegan, <laughs> Keegan told this to me. A lot of, a lot of scientists were communists just because. Apparently, Marx broke broke down labor and all this stuff in scientific terms. Like he made it into a science, which I found really interesting. Didn't know that, 
but but as the movie said it was like an intellectual kind of uh curiosity because you're not a communist if you sell out other communists to the government and work for the american government i'm sorry no not definitely not communist full stop um but ah this movie just feels so relevant like to today like it's completely defined the nuclear age we're living in like just how they show how dirty of a word communist is that's still completely the world we inhabit right it's like an evil world gary oldman yet oh Oh, my god oh my lord you want to like punch him in the face you're like i love um that might be my favorite scene in the movie people have criticized this movie right they're like imax 70 millimeter for a movie just in rooms looking at people's faces but i disagree completely no yeah right like you, you see get every, so close on their faces. You, you see like every stress mark on Cillian's face. You see yeah. every line because this is a man with so much responsibility placed on his shoulders. You like yeah. map this landscape of America and the war and the Cold War on this man's face. It's awesome. Yeah. And the same goes for that Truman scene, right? Because he oh gets so close to the camera. It's disgusting. It's his, so like, gross. And his eyes are like so like Beady. they're so uh, large and in, in the yeah. glasses. Oh my God. When he, waves the, when he waves the fucking napkin. Yeah, he's he so proud. Cry, baby. Proud to be the I president did. that dropped the nuclear bomb. You like, thought it's just, they're thinking of the insane. man who made it. I did. Like, it's so good. Oh, yeah. Truman. Chills. And that's just another that guy, guy who just pops up, man. Just pops yep. up. and Just one scene, and then he's gone. So brilliant. Um, Yeah. But like... Back to that kind of subjective objective split, right? What mm-hmm. they do with like Einstein, I thought was brilliant. Like what they do oh, with yeah. the Einstein through line was so every, good. Man. Every time they showed Einstein, though, you like they portrayed him as just such a sad old guy. It's like I am Master Prime, you know. I didn't get sad. I, he was like a wise. He was Yoda. He was Yoda. Yeah, he was Yoda. Movie. Yeah, exactly. When I when I saw it with Keegan, he kept whispering over to me like he was a Force ghost every time he yeah, showed up. Yeah, that, and that's it felt like I mean, where it's like I, I, like I didn't get as sad as much, but I don't but know. Like not yeah, paralleling it to Oppenheimer for sure at points. Like I thought, oh, just how they set up with Strauss, Einstein, and Oppenheimer. How like the whole like this whole slant destroying this man's life is through just yeah. this like petty little petty yeah. little thing right and in the end just such it a good little rug pull moment it was something but far far more important right yeah oh awesome. and that scene with Oppenheimer in the, in the white yeah. house getting all the medals and seeing all his like friends again that shit brought me to tears man it was so <laughs> yeah. sad oh and the <laughs> makeup in that is like crazy yeah like he's it's just, so that's sad, what you bro. think of oppenheimer at that point yeah he just completely is in the makeup ceiling. we haven't even mentioned ceiling oh my god he is so Incredible. good he the, they nailed the look all of his like mannerisms are so good yeah um he looks like death leading up to the trinity project he yes, like he does. completely inhabits death it's destroy a world man. Um, and I just find his story endlessly fascinating. Just so compelling. Um, just the man who was so wrapped up in like the the scientific prowess of it all, right? Yeah. So wrapped up in fighting the, the theory, Nazis because right? he was he's a Jewish man, you know. He was yeah. a man who had been persecuted. Because that's another but thing with that's how another thing to say about like the nuclear weapons is that. I mean, he was fight. He initially came in wanting to beat the Nazis, but by the time the nuclear bombs yeah. were launched, the Nazis had surrendered. Like it was over. 
because it's oh, i love it it's so complex and fascinating like just yeah. exploring all this like nuclear physics politics you know interpersonal drama through one man right through the lens of this one tortured soul it's yeah. like it's the most nolan thing ever but it's it's brilliant it's like it, it this feels like no one else could have made this movie but nolan no like he had the perfect sensibilities for this you know i was i was so curious to see how he would bend time because you know he always bends time yeah and manipulates it and, just, and i was like how are you going to do that for oppenheimer it doesn't make any sense he did just it restructuring it awesome. history yeah it's so it compelling <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, is this I his love best film, so in your opinion? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I love Inception. It's no Dark Knight. Inception's very fun too. I love the concepts in that. Um, yeah, Inception's silly though. Like it's silly, but I <laughs> just think every time they're like, "We're going deeper." It's so yeah. much fun. Man. It's like it what? <laughs> dream within a dream within dream a dream. Within a dream. <sighs> yeah, I. That's just a movie where the concept is so good. <laughs> Yeah, it carries it. the whole thing. And the, uh, the um, rest of the movie is great as well. Great cast. Yeah. Um, but this movie is, like, monumental. Just... Yeah. Okay, the Trinity scene, man, is so scary. That scene yeah. had, has my heart no, racing every time no, I've seen it. No audio. You, like, you let yourself almost relax. You hear the breathing of the characters. Yeah. But you, it, you're just lulls asking me. You relax. It all. Just, yeah. just before you get the big explosion and you've dude, been waiting for they did this it's all perfect. practically too that's so crazy man well i i mean i don't know there I, was no pure like cgi shots but i think you can still you like i think they still had some uh special effects or f, f oh yeah FX. just no cgi i mean yeah i mean yeah is that not technically still practical if you don't i think there was still some computer effects there's just no like pure cg animated shots they I mean, that's still impressive as fuck, man. Yes, definitely. So cool. And seeing this on 70 mil is so... It's so special. Just one-of-a-kind cinematic experience, man. I'll treasure that forever. How did um, your um, theater do? Did, were you missing any frames or any fuck-ups? Oh, no. Just, it's good. There was this one point where there's this like streaking artifact across the screen, but the only nice. fuck-up the theater did is the first time we did it, the one theater in the world where it wasn't working... Our 70 millimeter projection was yep. down, so we had to come back the next week and see it. But that sucks. Oh well. But dude, you, did it. you know what's crazy? You know what's crazy? What? The nuclear bomb scene is not even the loudest scene in the movie. No. The loudest scene in the movie is the one in the auditorium, which is my personal yeah. favorite scene. Holy, that scene, scene is so good, ever. dude. Oh, it's it, it just haunting, dude. Oh, yeah. I never realized how effective, like, just no like fucking with the audio i never realized how like effective that can be you know in a scene but it is haunting yeah just so freaky man yeah perfectly captured i mean along with the visuals right it's just Mm -hmm. uh, just perfectly executed like you said it's it reminds me a lot of sopranos every time they in that show would slow down the laughter of the mob characters to show how like hollow and demonic they are in this they'll like slow down all the cheering and they look like fervent like evil the americans yeah. right because you yeah. think about what they're cheering for right it's bombing it's, and a surrendered enemy yeah <laughs> like, fuck twice like it's insane ah <sighs> and the end of the world started. basically at that point yeah that's when the movie ends realizes. on such a dour note just yeah 
the destruction of all civilization. Dude, okay, David Dasmachia, he just pops up. He's such a freaky little guy. Who is he? Um, the Dune guy. Um, he's Piter in Dune. He's Borden in this. He's the like fervent anti-communist who sends the papers to the FBI. Oh yeah, he's freaky. You mean Ka- um, yeah, and Casey Affleck as well. We Casey Affleck just pops up for Evil. a scene, <laughs> and he's like characterized as this Russian who went back to like kill communists in the Russian oh. Revolution. Yeah, his dad. So awesome. I think. No, he did too. I'm pretty sure. Oh, really? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it's that scene is so scary, man. That is crazy. Just okay. Every I have scene. To go. <laughs> masterful. Okay. Masterful movie. We, we might have to pick up this discussion. I'm sure we'll have a part two. And Summertime was also really good. Oh, it wasn't as good. Summertime was good. We'll get. Yeah. We'll talk about Summertime. Okay. Yeah. Um, Sorry to rush out. No worries. I got a hard out. Okay. Okay. Do you buy one tomorrow? Or because I don't have anything happening tomorrow at all. I'm free all day. Okay. Cool. We'll pick it up. Okay. Part two. (laughs) Yeah. Bye bye.